Hi, my loves. My name is Ruby Lee, entrepreneur, digital nomad, croissant-obsessed free spirit, and founder of the Own Your Hustle movement. And this is the Own Your Hustle podcast. Here, you'll be so motivated to start that business you've always wanted to, grow it unapologetically, and go all in earning powerfully with ease and grace. I'm so excited that you're here and listening in, and I'm so grateful that you made it. So welcome to the Own Your Hustle way of life, full of freedom, a dose of woo-woo, and plenty of random tangent laughs along the way. (laughs) You know, I started my company working nine to five too as a recruiter. I was working for a ventures-based business in the urban cool city of Melbourne, Australia. And today I'm traveling the world, young family in tow, working with the most amazing humans ready to build a career and life by design. Strap in my love, you are about to binge on all of the most incredible guests that I bring onto this podcast. And guess what? They started their businesses through purpose and calling, mostly while still working a day job. Let me also share this. I called my company Own Your Hustle as a reminder for us daily that we get to love our soul-led hustle. Own our decisions to go big. Stop playing small. Create with joy. Take the risk. Say yes to adventure. And from time to time, be okay with those meltdown moments. These episodes are filled with joy and strategy, spirituality and business, tactical tips, big picture concepts, musings, and of course, some of that ruby colored energy. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Today, we are going to be talking all about the lean canvas. I have a very special guest who's coming onto the podcast today to talk us through what the Lean Canvas is and how it can help you further your business. Or maybe you're listening in thinking, I still haven't got an idea. I don't know how to validate my idea and I have no idea where to start. This is definitely going to be the episode for you. I have my client, Julian Machard, who is a professor in entrepreneurship Sounds all very serious, but I assure you, he's actually a super cool French guy who lives right on the beach in Sydney. He's also a dad, so passionate about all things to do with the water. He is a Piscean. Can we say that? Is that the right word? Piscean. So very, very true to all things love of water. And I know you're just going to love this episode so much. We go into all sorts of crazy shit together. And one of the things that Julian pointed out to me was, Ruby, I think it's about time we have a dude on the Own Your Hustle podcast. (laughs) And I said to him, you are so right. And I'm so, so happy to have Julian here with us. So jump on in, make sure you have, this is definitely one of those podcast episodes where you want to have a notepad, something ready to go so that you can take down some of these golden nuggets that Julian is going to be walking us through. We'll also have a really special offer for you to work with Julian at the end of the episode, or you can go ahead and check out all of the show notes below where you'll find Julian's details, how to contact him, and also how to continue working with Julian. So without further ado, let's welcome Julian to the Own Your Hustle podcast. Hey guys, I'm so, so pumped to have this conversation today. It's actually very different to what I've had in the past. A, because this particular guest has pointed out to me that I haven't had a male guest on the podcast for a very long time. So Julian, thank you so much for being here. Or shall we call you Dr. Julian Machard? Like, what do you prefer? (laughs) 
<laughs> or you can you can also call me Turtle Dad. I, I work with that. <laughs> okay, okay. Now we have to explain what Turtle Dad is. It's it's the nickname we've given Julian, but there's a very specific reason why we call you Turtle Dad. Yes, it's um, so I'm um. I'm a long distance snorkeler, right? So I, I swim in the ocean every morning and um, I, I love, my favorite moment is when I end up swimming with a, with a sea, sea turtle and it happens like once a fortnight or something. And by looking at them, like they're so graceful in the water, but then they come out of the water, you know, to breathe and to lay their eggs. I mean, I don't see them laying the eggs, but it reminded me of, of me when, you know, I was always at work, at work, at work, at work, and I had a really hard time to come back home and be with a kid and, you know, aligning my life as a dad and my life as, as a worker. And I realized, man, the turtle, they do it so well, right? <laughs> so, so now my goal is to become a turtle dad, and I am. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I always joke with Julian that he's Aquaman because if you <laughs> follow Julian, I'm going to leave all of Julian's links below, but if you follow Julian specifically on LinkedIn, and you repurpose now everywhere, but LinkedIn is your main platform, you will see Julian in what I'm seeing him in right now, an amazing, cool, super thin high technology wetsuit, which is like, I call him Aquaman because of that. It's like, it's just your brand. People just know you walking down the beach, doing your amazing snorkels and all the incredible like sea life that you capture on your camera. How do you do that, by the way? Is that just on your GoPro? Yeah, it's so funny because um, I used to do it on the way to to uni, like, you know, on my bike. Mm. Um, The concept was always, you know, like, don't make a specific time to do your videos or to share your content, just, you know, do it as part of your routine. So on my bike made a lot of sense. And then um, COVID happened. I don't know if it happened in, in your part of the world. Oh, <laughs> no, no, we're immune to it. We're um, in lockdown again. <laughs> no. Um, so in lockdown, we, we couldn't travel. So, um, but I was still swimming. Um, and I always have my GoPro because I'm always um, recording um, you know, the underwater life. Because the reason why I do, it's not swimming, it's long distance snorkeling is because I'm swimming as fast as I can, but I'm also looking at what's underneath, like looking at all the environment and then diving down um, to see the, the turtles, the rays, the sharks, like like living in my environment, right? And, and then when I come back um, to the beach, I'm like, I've got all those thoughts in my head, right? I've got all my, my reflection that I went through and and I'm like, okay, well, I've, do we have my GoPro? <laughs> so, so I started recording myself um, just to take notes, right? Take notes on all my reflection because um, I know you talk about shower notes, but in, in the water, it's, been, it's a bit harder. <laughs> and I do talk a lot about shower notes. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just became natural. And then I just started, you know, at first I thought, oh my God, I'm going to be so ridiculous. And then after a while, I'm like, eh, who cares? <laughs> it's, it's just convenient. <laughs> It's so cool. I mean, there's so many different facets to you that I want to just tell the world about, and I'm sure we'll get to it in today's conversation. Um, Tell us a little bit about your, like what you do. So where did you, where did you start this entire passion for entrepreneurship? And for those of you that didn't listen to the bump in and the intro, so Julian is currently a lecturer and an associate professor for the MBA in entrepreneurship component of the university Um, of Sydney. And I think it's just so interesting to hear your journey into that place. And now being a startup coach, how did it all begin? All right. So I was born on, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> I was so- like settling down with my cup of coffee. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Um, so basically I started, uh, at university, I was like super academic and everything, you know, like in France to go to a business school, you have to do prep school, like super tough, super hard. And I was, you know, one of those nerdy ones. And, um, and I joined the, the student, educa- the student association that organized parties and stuff, but you had to get elected. So for a year you had to run parties, events, all for free, all, you know, sponsored by, by, by sponsors. Um, so it was actually an entrepreneurial venture and I loved it. I love the hustle. I love getting to know the customers, the students who basically they love free beers and free pizza. That's my tip. Um, and, you know, classes were getting boring, but the, the association was fun. Um, but then I went on to, to work, um, you know, like the consulting firms, uh, Ersten Young and crap. And um, I, I missed that. I missed that hustle. So I tried again on my own after, afterwards um, when, um, when I was um, in corporate and I was getting bored. And I started um, a company when app stores were coming out and apps were, were super f- making so much money. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but the first app to make a million dollars on the app store was a fart app. Do you remember that one? I don't remember that one. What? <laughs> you press the button and it makes the sound of a, of, of a fart and it was $1 and the guy made um, 1 million download. I'm like, okay, oh. if these dudes make him $1 million, I can do better. <laughs> and all it did was make fart noises. Oh, it was so <laughs> annoying, right? So um, I found a guy, uh, I found a friend of mine who was techie and I was the sales guy because I was doing B2B and we went on, on our corner. We built a perfect product for us, you know, a sustainable app. And I was selling it to my B2B customers. That was perfect. And after six months, we had the product that nobody wanted. And uh, people have signed up a contract for that will start paying in two years. That was fantastic. So after a year, we just died by cash flow. death. <laughs> and I'm slow, like, slow bleeding oh. of cash. It's like, what happened? Like, I'm so good at sales and so good at building product. And, you know, in corporate, we're so good. And, and yeah, I lost 60K. I lost uh, a mate. Um, I had to fire the entire team of five. Um, it was horrible. It was horrible, Ruby. Oh, my gosh. And Did you, so you lost a mate, which was your business partner. Yes. Was it just because of all of that tension that built up? Yeah. And it's, you know, like you're in love with your co-founders and your business basically, right? It's like a, it's like a marriage. Um, Mm -hmm. You know that with your co-founder, right? (laughs) Yes. Funny. I'm thinking about marrying him. (laughs) (laughs) And um, when, you know, at some stage one loses the passion when there's not, when there's no revenue, you know, after um, he, he left after, so after a year, cash flow was negative. After 18 months, he left and I stayed on for two years on my own. But he just gave up and we were just kind of blaming each other for what was happening. Oh, it's because you haven't tested the product with a customer. Well, it's because you sold something to the customers that didn't exist. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. I love yeah. this. It's, it's almost like you kind of wished you documented that process, right? Or at least like going back and you're a fly on the wall to these conversations you yes. had, because then you get to go back and say, yeah, well, these were all the gaps. These were all the reasons why it That's wasn't right. successful. But this is something that I've been playing around with in my mind. You know, any business or any launch that fails, I don't ever see it as a failure. I see it as a learning. I see it yeah. as, okay, what can we do in the next iteration or the next version of it? 
that will and potentially will be a, a better version or a different version, but so many things have been taken away from that. And that's one thing I really see about you in the mm. time that we've been working together. How long has it been? Six months? We're coming to Nine a month months? in November. So, yeah. <laughs> a month in November, a year in November. Yeah, sorry, a year in November, yeah. yes. I, oh, my gosh, just, a year in November? in September. Yes, isn't that crazy? But one thing is like I've noticed about you is you are tenacious as fuck. Like you do not <laughs> give up. Like there are certain people that I work with that do it, they fail, like what we're talking mm. about here, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't do it again. You're just like, oh, whatever, fuck it. I'm just going to do something else now. Where well, does that come from? Because I fucked up so many times before. <laughs> Because I failed. I mean, that, that example was, you know, that business was an example. And um, it led me to, uh, to discovering the, the Lean Startup methodology and the Lean Canvas, which advocates exactly what you just said. Test and then get feedback from your customers and then learn from it and then rebuild. Test, learn and rebuild. You know, all that effort of this is great that you're failing because there must be a reason and you find a reason why you fail and you keep at it. And yes. that makes for so many good stories when you teach as well, <laughs> you know, yes. all those failures. Oh my gosh. I remember when I, so I worked in tech startup for around two years and I was surrounded by all of these incredible entrepreneurs and coders and founders. And I remember they would actually want the product to fail. Like they, they really wanted it. They wanted to see where it would fail and where it wouldn't work. And whenever something failed, they would high five each other. They're like, yes, we oh, found a bug. You know, that. it's like, yes, yes, it doesn't work. Yes. You know, we're improving this, but there's something in the coaching world or in the service-based world where it's like one little failure sometimes can mark like the end of the world. You know, it's just such a different uh, environment to be in, isn't it? It's especially because you're, you're a solopreneur and it's, it's you that you're selling. So you take mm. it personally and it's, but it should be like, yes. Okay. So this, this is not working so I can work on that because the problem is <laughs> if you sell something and it works really well, but you have no clue how to reproduce it. <laughs> you're pretty much fucked. <laughs> can I call this episode failure and fuck ups? <laughs> I think it would be so perfect. Yeah, no, but that's that's exactly what it is. Like, embrace the failure. I know it's a cliche, but it's. Uh, I mean, you, you've you've met me, right? In back in September, um, I had been um, had been uh, an entrepreneurship lecturer for eight years. I was sales in B two B, and here I was uh, trying to go B two C and doing personal brand, and I had no idea. And I tried selling a course, and I tried doing another masterclass, and ah. Uh, and then uh, last week, uh, I run that, that, that masterclass and um, had a lot of signups, made money, and bought that awesome wetsuit. <laughs> it's the wetsuit, I'm telling you. It's this like power suit that you've got on now. It's just, it almost represents this next chapter where it gets yeah. to feel like how you feel in the water with this wetsuit. It's like second mm. skin, it feels so easy. I just, I love it. And I love the fact that I'm interviewing you whilst you're in your wetsuit. Can we just make another <laughs> point of this? Is like, it's like the first time ever, you guys. This is the best, best, best. Um, all right. Let's talk about this lean canvas thing. Mm. Like what is this? It's been referenced in our conversation so far. Can you take us back to like beginner 101? We're all undergraduates. We're sitting yep. here in your lecture and we're going, what is this like thing with all the squares on it? How do we use it? What is it for? 
Great. So we are in my classroom and I'm dressed in my wetsuit. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, the lean canvas, I love it because see it as like um, a portable dashboard, like a portable map of your business. So you don't get lost while you're reaching your, whatever you call it, your goals, your intention or your vision. And actually during COVID, I, was, um, I, did, that, I did that exercise with my kids. And to explain it to them, I said, look, this is a treasure map that you are building, right? You are adventurers discovering a new world. You know, you're like James Cook and Christopher Columbus. You're going for, uh, for treasure. Um, and <laughs> when they went out for treasure, they took the best tools with them, right? You know, the latest and proven tools, um, practical tools, no theory, no bullshit. Um, and they took the tools that were really aligned to, to themselves, right? And then they adapted the tools, they adjusted the tool, and then at the end even created the one based on their experience. But to do all that, um, you can start with that map, right? So it becomes these like nine boxes in that. And you can go through those nine boxes in, nine, in 20 minutes in total, right? If you do it more than 20 minutes, you're doing something wrong. But in 20 minutes, you get to, to ask two different types of question. If you just started, it's, the question would be, what should I do with my great idea? Like, should I turn it into a business? Within 20 minutes, you can actually answer that question and make a decision. If you, the other question is, okay, what should I do with my current business? Uh, should I close down? Should I pivot? Or should I do nothing? That's what this, um, that's what the Lean Canvas is for as well, right? And I love it because it's also a mindset builder. Um, it's, it builds a man's mindset of always understanding your customers, you know, like <laughs> fucking up and like, Ooh, this is why it doesn't fit that customer. Um, it also builds a mindset of falling in love with a problem. Like, you know how we build courses, solution first, mm. and then we try to sell it to the customer. It's because we love the solution so much, but we have to fall in love with the problem, the problem of our customers. And then the final mindset it builds is that testing assumptions and updating it constantly. So my tip for keeping that document fresh is to have it on your fridge. So every time you go for food, you can review your business model. Do you actually have it on your fridge? I have several. Oh my God, that is so hilarious. You are such a lean canvas nerd. Well, it's- it's, it's where I go very often. So, <laughs> <You know? laughs> Fair enough. So do, actually, you, do you, have you ever posted that? You should show the world should, that. That I is like, that. we have Let to like, write a note. <laughs> yeah, we have to like post this photo of your lean canvas fridge, because this is what I call dedication to the cause. Like you are so passionate about this tool and even just you explaining it. I've never heard someone explain it like this where in 20 minutes you can make a decision. Mm, I mean, I work with enough early stage coaches and I have so many DMs with like, should I start this business? I have an idea Mm. or, you know, is it even viable? Not a lot of, I will say as a real sweeping statement, I'd say not a lot of our listeners have even really heard of the Lean Canvas or maybe you've heard of it, but you've not ever thought about researching it more or picking it up. Um, so we do actually have a free template in the show notes below, even if you wanted to, as you're listening to this now, you might want to go ahead, download it and have it visually in front of you because Julian's like talking about this now. 
yeah. with without seeing it, it's sort of like, what? What are we? Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's. I think it is just such a powerful tool, and like you said, a real roadmap into mm. all different parts of your business. Um, where have you seen it work the the best? So, who would you recommend it to in terms of someone who's like, let's say they're sort of just starting out in their business? What are the key things that we need to look out for when we're yeah. creating a lean canvas? Yeah. All right. So that's perfect. Um, so let's start with, you know, your business model for your, for your business, because then we can do, go down to the product mm, level. But let's yes. set business model. So you start with two boxes together. And the first is your customer segment. So who are my customers? You know, what are, whatever you call it, your avatar, your, your customer persona, like who are they? Old are they? Uh, where do they live? Um, and then who are your early adopters? You know, the one who have like that urging um, a problem, you know, like it's, it's a need, like they really need to have that, that, that solution because they need to like, you know, I want to buy a car, but I need a driving license. Like I have to, right? Mm. And then you link that back to their problems. Not your problems, <laughs> the problem of your customers. And just working on those two things, like who do I know and what problems do they have? And it forces you to realize that sometimes you just don't know your customers. And that forces you to go and talk to them. And so you write down assumptions of what the problems are. And then you can go, okay. So those are the assumptions. So for me, I'll give, I'll give an example. Um, I wanted to target uh, dads who wanted to start a business, right? Uh, because it was me. <laughs> you know, as, I think as coaches, we always start with the old version of us, right? And so I'm like, okay, so my hypothesis is they don't have the tool to start a business um, and they've never heard of entrepreneurship and that's it. I'm going to bring my solution, which is all those courses in entrepreneurship. So in order to get to know my customers, took my phone and started dialing um, all of them and calling them. And that's when I realized, no, their problem is having not enough time, full stop. Mm. <laughs> so that allowed me to go, okay, so their problem is not having enough time. So then finally, then you can work on bringing a solutions to the top three problems that they have. So for me, the problem of number one was they don't have time. So then my solution was, well, I need to provide very small courses that can help them save time. Does it make sense? Yes, that makes so much sense, where it also now goes into the product development side of things. Correct. And so, but while you plan all this, you're like, but hang on, <laughs> I'm not doing this all for free, right? So at the bottom, you have two boxes, uh, one that is called cost and one that is called revenue. So you, it's really important to go, okay, so how, how much is that going to cost me uh, to go and talk to all of them? How much is that going to cost me to develop a course? How much of my time, even if you're, you're not paying yourself, it's really important to put a dollar value to it because we can burn so much of our time, right? And then what are the revenue streams? Am I going to do like a membership? Um, is that going to be a one-off? Uh, am I actually, is, are my revenue going to be simply likes and comments or people on my mailing list? Like there's different streams of revenue, right? But this allows you already to, to see the cash flow <laughs> already saying, oh my God, this is spending way too much time on this. Um, I need to have the revenue that goes with it. So we've already covered now the customer, um, the problems, the solution, and then we've already touched on revenue and and um, and cost. 
what's then we go back to why us you know why 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 someone will not be able to copy us and that's your that's your competitive advantage your unfair advantage and i think for us coaches it's really much um our personal brand like yes who we are because no one can copy, you know, I've heard of, I don't know if you heard of her, but like, she's really into traveling into, into the world. Um, she's um, really into uh, building her business with, with her husband. I mean, <laughs> who is that? <laughs> like, how many coaches like that? Fine. <laughs> who is she? I want to get to know, know. her. She sounds just like me. <laughs> she's really into LinkedIn as well. I mean, like, so. Oh, definitely you know. a leader in my life. <laughs> so it's like, wow, that is something that no one else can copy and you like and you feel so good about it because you're like no that's true no one can do that people can copy your product but no one can copy you so that's that's amazing and then once you've you've got your customer um you know how many they are you know what they look like you know their problem and then you found a solution and you know your unfair advantage it's so easy for you to write a one sentence which becomes your, your value proposition, right? What is the value you brought to Zoo's customer segment? And that, that once, one sentence, so simple to remember that you will have tested with your customers through all that process that we talked about, that can become like your, um, your tagline, um, you know, to go back to, um, to that coach that I know, um, her tagline will be own your hustle, right? You, you yes. see the value right there in, in, in the tag. And so, bam, we've already done one, two, three, four, five, seven, um, seven boxes. And we've got two more. Um, <laughs> the question is, you've got your customers, you've got your, um, your solutions, you've got your value proposition. How do I freaking reach them? <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is where most of us get stuck. It's like, I've done all the planning, Julian. That's I know right. exactly what I'm going to put out there to the world and it's freaking amazing. And then you think, shit, now I've Why got to sell and how do I put it out there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then how does the Lean Canvas help us with this area? Well, because then you start listing, okay, how they're going to come to me or how am I going to come to them, right? So you start listening, listening to how you've reached out to begin with. So for me, I started reaching, well, I send them text messaging on their phone. <laughs> wow. Then I reach out to them through, through LinkedIn because it was easy to connect to them. Um, I talk to them in the street and I realize, okay, which one can I scale? <laughs> can I scale the text messages? Uh, no. Can I, <laughs> can I scale the phone calls? Eh. Wow, hang on, LinkedIn, I can scale this. And so then that you realize already what's going to be your main strategy because you don't want to have five, six, 12. I mean, we don't want to have um, your social, like 12 social media uh, platform to begin with, your SEOs, your podcast, uh, your Facebook ads. You don't want to have all those channels to begin with. It's so, I don't know, I feel anxious just to think about it. <laughs> that is literally what I did. Like I, I needed the lean canvas. I was around it all day in my day job, but I did 12 platforms and it drove me crazy. Like yeah. it was just like, how do people do business? That's what I thought I had to do, but well, the good thing is there's not enough room on that piece of paper to write them all. <laughs> and you certainly can't write it in under 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. So that's the purpose, right? Each box has three, three bullet points max. So it forces you oh. to focus on what matters, right? Three problems max. 
three different features in your solution max and three channel max. And I won't even say one to begin with, <laughs> but wow. that's what I like. It like it's the box is too small. You cannot print it out on an A3. Okay. Not fair. <laughs> it's, it's not fair. Can I, and I told Julian this yes on Monday, I said, do you know what, Julian? I nearly failed my entrepreneurship module <laughs> at university. I mean, it would be very different if you were the lecturer, like at the front of the room. You've made it just a ton more engaging than the lecturer I had. And she failed me. She nearly failed me. She said, and you know what? Now you've brought the memory back. She said, too much on here. Yeah. Yeah. Just too much. She's just like, what is this? Like you've just squished it all in. And you know, she's like, did you even read like the instructions on how to use Link Canvas? And I'm like, no. Oh, the just, instructions. The instructions. That's how she said it. She's like, read this instruction yeah. leaflet and fill in this template. That was how soulless it was. Like you have brought so much soul to this discussion. Well, because that's we only remember things by telling stories, right? And so this is what I this is why I do in a classroom. Like I don't teach entrepreneurship. Like you, you facilitate entrepreneurship and you bring those concepts and theories, but you bring your experience, like your lived experience examples to show how it's been done. So, and that's why I love being in the classroom and mm. telling all those war stories that only cost me $60,000 and my best friend. That's all. Oh, <laughs> we need to get that reunion happening. <laughs> we need to get it happening. Um, so, Hello, Hervé. Are you on a call? Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> come back, come back. Slow run to each other down the beach, down Manly Beach. <laughs> um, so amazing. I love this so much and I know how much you guys are going to really, you know, you. this is like the tool that you've either been really looking for or it's not going to be for you, which is fine. Mm, but for yeah. those of you that are like, oh my God, Julian's making so much sense. This is exactly what I need. Then go download the free template and speak to Julian as well, you know, about how you can work together because mm. there's so much more involved with this side of things. In your, um, like in your opinion, does this work for all businesses? Are there businesses where this just wouldn't necessarily be useful for? That's funny you asked that question. It's more like... Um, you know, when you have a two-sided market, for instance, so, I mean, the most, the clearest example you can think of is Uber, you know, they have um, the, the riders and then the drivers, right? So both of them have different set of problems and solutions. So you actually have to do, if you do only one lean canvas, it doesn't work. Like, cause you're like, ah, oh, but the problem of the driver is they, you know, they're not getting enough rides, but the riders, they want cheaper. It just doesn't work. So you have to do two lean canvas, one for each, right? Um, so very funny when it doesn't work is because we try to put everything on one and that's, that's when it doesn't work. But for me, I've seen it once you know how to use it and once you update it all the times, so put it on your fridge <laughs> and write on it, like cross things over and test things. It becomes, it's again, it's that treasure map that you're really building um, that business and you couldn't see anything before and you, it's becoming clearer and clearer if you use it that way then it works. Like it's, if you use it, like you do it once and then you frame it and then you, know, you never touch it again and it will never work for you. <laughs> oh my God. I, I have to find, I, I know I did it for this business. Oh, I know I did oh, it for awesome. Own Your Hustle. I have to find it. It's somewhere in my Google files, but oh. I remember just sitting there and where I got stuck. Can you guess where I got stuck? You know me well enough. You look at the boxes and just 
Tell me where, where you think I was like, um, what? <laughs> I think for you, at, I think at first, not now, right? But I think it might be uh, revenue because you give so much. <laughs> that is exactly where I got stuck. That is exactly, I was just like, um, I like, um, I mean, money's just going to come in. Like, why do I have to list right. it? Like I, for me, it was almost just such a, it's such a specific question that I'm like, you're asking me how I'm going to make money. It's like, well, I've got the plan here and I'm just going to show up and money's just going to show up. Like, why do I have to be That's specific right. around it? But now as the business has scaled and it's matured, I love this freaking box. I'm just like, okay, like I'm going to do masterclasses, mastermind, private coaching. Like it's, it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. But when I got started, I had no idea what people would pay me for, how I should price things, like so much confusion. Oh my God. I went down that rabbit hole of looking at what other coaches charged. (gasps) Don't do that. (laughs) Just, it's such an irregulated industry. So of course you can just charge what you think you're worth. Right. And there is no benchmark. There's no standard. It's like, it's such a free reign part of the lean canvas model that it just broke my mind a little bit. I was like, it's what, how do I answer this? So yeah, this is, this is definitely going to be for those of you who just want a bit more structure around your thinking of your business ideas or how did you phrase it? Like pivoting, if you want to pivot. Yeah, if you want to pivot as well. Yes, if if what you're doing is not working and you don't know why, that's a good, that's a good way to go and check everything. Would you check and reframe, or would you just start a whole new one? Oh, no, uh, you okay? So if you want to pivot and you don't have, you haven't, you usually you haven't done a, a lean canvas. So you'll you'll do a lean canvas based on what you have now, and you'll see how the box are not aligned anymore. Right? It's mm. like ah, oh, but I'm targeting those dads. Um, who don't have time and um, I'm proposing very long courses, of course it's not working now. Like I can see it on on the page itself, right? And But what you can do as well, what I really like and that, that made me think of it when you said, you know, I've got my masterclasses, I've got my masterminds, I've got my courses. What you can even do once to keep that focus is draw a link canvas for each product because then each product has a very more focused customer uh, segment and a very more focused problem yes. they have and solution and revenue and cost and channels. And that becomes the structure of your landing page. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Like something a light bulb just went off there because it's like, I would definitely have a different uh, canvas for my masterminds over my uh, membership. So like, even if you're a coach and you're thinking, how does this exactly work? It splits it out so beautifully like that. And because we do have very different target segments for each. That's right. Right. Um, So cool. Oh my gosh. I loved nerding out with you (laughs) on this. And I know like you've barely, barely, barely even opened the, the lean canvas Pandora's box. Like there's so much more that we can get into. Um, What's the best way that, we can get in touch with you and work with you or find out more about your services. Uh, easy. I think my coach trained me <laughs> to be on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to be a bigger, badder version of me on LinkedIn. They love um, you on there. I, 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 I love to. Um, so that is yeah. my hope. That is oh, like, good. I want you to just <laughs> overtake the whole freaking world. Um, so yeah, Julian Marchant on, on LinkedIn and, um, 
just dabbling on Instagram. I think I'm more posting my uh, my, my snorkeling videos on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> my turtles, my sharks, my everything. <laughs> Wait, we haven't talked about the most important thing. Your salsa dancing. <laughs> oh, that's why I post my salsa dancing too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love, see, see all these different dimensions. Like if you see you, do you know when I first saw you, um, apply for coaching and I stalked your pages, I was actually so intimidated because it oh. was like professor, Dr. Julian Michaud, you know, like all these things. And I think there's like this evolution in the past, like nine months or so where you've just become so bloody approachable. Mm. And it's not like none of that ever existed. It was just like showing these different facets to who you are, like, yep. you know, being like turtle dad and now it's salsa dancing. Oh my gosh, you guys, <laughs> we just, we need to just put the TikTok link below. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And wasn't that just after you got hit by a car, like your bike um, got run over? That, so yes and no. It's basically like dancing salsa for me in the middle of like anytime, anywhere is my, my way to get into my happy place. Um, you know, like that time when you know that you need that boost of energy and you need to pick up yourself and be positive. Um, so yeah, so the other day when um, my my bike got run over, but I didn't. Um, I was I was shocked and I I simply went home and started dancing salsa as you do, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it! And in your wetsuit. And well. in my wetsuit. <laughs> Find the thing that brings you joy, you guys. I think I've got another one on TikTok, which was, um, oh yeah, I went on my solo retreat and um, destroyed my keys for my car and it was time to go back home. And I looked at my car keys and I called the the locksmith and he goes, yeah, mate, no worries. It's going to be $300. I'm like, (gasps) And guess how he destroyed his keys. Yes. Swimming in the ocean with his keys. Yeah. Yeah. That made perfect sense to me. It was just such a you thing to do. It's like, who else swims in the ocean with their car keys? Safer <laughs> <Hey for> there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That was incredibly fun and so useful. I know how many of you are just going to love like Julian's vibe and the way that he teaches this particular tool and so much more. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And I'm going to leave all of your links below. There is also just an incredible offer that you'll find below as well, as well as the free template. Um, thank you once again, Julian. So much fun. Thank you. It was so much fun too. I really enjoyed it. So there we have it. Today's interview and episode with Dr. Julian Michard. I hope you really enjoyed it. I loved, loved recording it so much. He is just such a joy. And when you see him on camera, you will, all you will see is the biggest smile and you'll just capture all of that joy and that energy. So please do check out the offer below that Julian has for all of us in the Own Your Hustle community. If you have a look in the show notes below, you'll be able to see such incredible ways that you can continue this work, especially if you're wanting to create or really hone in craft and design something to a T. This is just such a beautiful tool to have in your toolkit. I've personally also used the Lean Canvas for starting up this business. I came from the tech startup world. It was something that I used all the time, every single day. 
So make sure that you do check out the bundles that we have and use the code RubyLee because you will get an awesome bonus of an additional five weeks of Voxer support with the self-study bundle. The coupon is all set up, so make sure you check it out and I can't wait for you to dive into Julian's energy. Thanks again, you guys. If you loved it, please tag us on Instagram or on LinkedIn and I shall catch you for the next episode.